this was rad. It's totally rad. Way rad. Fully rad. I should say that was gnarly. <laughs> Potatoes. <laughs> This was Rad Podcast. Now she's just trying. She's trying. Last hard. time it was organic. Last time it was organic. <laughs> no, this time. No. This time it's yeah. yeah it's no. It's, I just do potatoes. No, nope, nope. This one. No, this one world. was all full of preservatives. It's gonna go bad in sixty years. 60 just it's years. just bad. Nope, I'm just confused. bad. This was Rad Podcast. The podcast where two thirty-year-old guys watch movies from their past. That would be the eighties for us, yeah, where right. we watch movies that we considered rad as children. And we force a 14-year-old girl to do it. Not a random 14-year-old. It is actually just anyone that just, we can... We just yank can, her off the street. Anyone we can just say. Dad bought some Katy Perry tickets like, who wants to come? <laughs> that's how you get that. That's how you get the kids. That, that's how it works. Uh, I am Paul. I am Greg. I was Willow. You're not was Willow. That's at the end of the podcast. No, I, I just want to say that. I know you did. And you're whispering again. No yeah. one, No one hears you. Okay. Speak up! What did we watch, I Paul? I we watched uh, Stand By Me. 1986 classic. Yes, which, uh, by the way, a lot of, lot of stars in this movie. Not so many just, stars. Ju- not even a couple, like a lot of yeah. stars. Yeah. Um, of course, we have River Phoenix. Um, we have Will, Will Wheaton, Wheaton. Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. and Fil- Film debut of Jerry O'Connell, by the yes. way. Um, and for the third time. The Feld. Colin. Uh, uh, Feld, Feldman. Corey Feldman. I almost said Colin Feldman. Cor- Colin Ford- <laughs> Feldman. Colin Foreman. Now I'm just thinking of that 70s show. Ex- I know. Exactly. I, I am too now. Show. But yes, um, you also you have Richard Dreyfus as the writer. Who I totally forgot was in this movie. And you have uh, doing, doing the voiceover. Kiefer uh, Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland. I do remember him being in the movie. Uh, you have John Cusack as the brother yep. of Will Wheaton. Did very well. Um, and, and one of the other... I think we've seen him in another movie. Maybe, yeah. Um, the, one, uh, the one with the black hair. Who, who he was also probably hanging around with Pony Boy in the Outsiders somewhere. I, uh, something. I I should look him up sometime. I know we've seen him in another movie. Okay. So just a lot of people, though, that, that we know. And it's kind of... It was interesting to see all these people kind of coming together. Um, Greg. Yes. We'll start with you. All right. What did you remember about this movie? This will be quick. I've never seen this movie before in my life. Come on, really? <laughs> yes. Oh man. I oh, know. that's rough. I know. And this is one of those things where you tell people you haven't. I remember this in college in my film class. Yeah. They were giving out for an exercise. They had people read scripts, and it was like from famous movies. Yeah, scenes yeah, yeah. From famous yeah, we've, movies. We, yeah, I've done that. Before. And it's kind of like the oh, you know, you're reading it versus the way that you're seeing it, all this other stuff, and so. Um, and my friend got um, Stand By Me, and he had, he had never seen it, and he was reading it with a guy who it was like his favorite movie. Yeah. And so he has no... It, it was the, the treehouse scene at the beginning. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Where, where they're playing cards and yep. stuff. And he has no idea how to deliver these lines, because he's it, it looks like gibberish, because it's all like 50s kids. And, and it's a lot of cursing. I mean, just... And he's, and oh, he's so like, many curses. And, and, and he's like trying to get through it, and the guy's getting really angry. Yeah. And he's like, what is wrong? Come on, stand by me. And he goes, I don't know this movie. And he's like, what is wrong with you? Like, everyone in the class, like, lost their minds. <laughs> and I was like, I'm keeping my mouth shut <laughs> on this one. I'm not going to jump on board. Greg, you've seen this movie. I'm just going to be like, oh, hey, is that a rabbit? Oh, my God, look at that. Is there a ninja over there? What's going on? Um, wow. Yeah, so I've, I've never seen this movie. No. Okay, well, well, uh, you can definitely admit it freely here. What do I remember? I did read the book. 
as a child. There's oh, Body. The, the Body, body by, by Stephen King. King yes. um, major difference, this movie takes place in Oregon. Castle Rock is actually in Maine. Stephen King well, uses Stephen it King, over and yeah, over and over again. It's always Maine. Yeah. It's always Maine. Yeah. With, Maine, Massachusetts. With one exception. Uh, Misery takes place in Colorado. But that's it. Yeah. Uh, and, well, okay, The Stand kind of takes place all over the, the United States. Well, but, the, yeah, yeah. The, every so often he meanders outside the, yeah, yeah. the greater New England area. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, there's... there. Okay. Uh, I do remember that, and I I do remember uh, liking the story quite a bit. Okay. And it's it, it's from a, a book that collected four short stories that were yes. this, Shawshank Redemption, Apt Pupil, and One Named Roadwork that I believe never got made into a movie, so... Yes. Yeah. yeah. What do you remember, Paul? Uh, you know what's funny? I remembered a lot about this movie, um, only because I definitely remember watching this as a kid. I know I did. One scene that I remembered immediately as soon as the movie starts is the train scene, when they have to run across. Even um, I'm familiar with that scene, not uh, having seen the film. I yeah. had seen that scene. Um, that scene, the Leech's scene, I mean, that's one of the bigger ones. That's another one, again. Um, the other scenes, though, that I do remember, them finding the body, and Will Wheaton kind of having a little mini breakdown there um i did kind of get fuzzy i couldn't remember why he, he would break down but i did remember him having a breakdown at that point and i all also, the guys in this movie are emotional have you noticed that you know, you know I finish, or i could finish my thought yeah mm, nah. I, you know <laughs> since since we're interrupting you I do remember. No, no, we're not. <laughs> you are, but you're not supposed to be. Since, well, no, we are. Um, I did at one point flip on TBS, the Superstation, somewhere yeah. in the 90s, and it was the Lardass scene. Oh, man, yes, but, I remember that. But, of course. But it was just that scene, and I was like, what movie is this? <laughs> yes. And it, people started throwing up with, like a, with a kid doing voiceover, and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> yes, out of context, that is an odd scene. And how did I find out what movie was actually playing? I went to the Preview Guide channel. <laughs> remember that? Oh, yeah. Wow. No. Oh, man. No, you don't, Willow. No. You're so lucky. Uh, you don't even remember TV guides. Oh, do you remember TV Guide? I remember TV Guide. We got that all the time in my house. My dad always did the crossword puzzle. And you know what's great? You know what I remember the most about the TV Guide? Well, well, this is a good way to segue. Okay. I remember because this is how you would find out what episodes were going to be about. So you would yes. like like the A-Team, one of my favorite shows as a kid. As it should be. Oh, is it like those little blurbs on Netflix under your episode? Yes, except they're less because in the TV Guide, you only had... Like a sentence. You had like... Seven words. So you would flip to like, oh, it's 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 Wednesday at eight p.m. Let's see, eight team. This time, BA needs to fly. Oh, damn! Yeah, but they were, they were what, that great. But what you have to remember is that was every that episode. Was only, that was every other episode. <laughs> but, that, but that was what they thought the key sentence was going to be: is BA has to fly again. Yeah. Oh man, I remember the TV guy, and then flipping. In, in the back, they had every movie that was going to be on TV and cable. Yeah, so... And you, I, I'd go through it and try to find movies that I really wanted to see. And I was always crushed I, that they were never on. I didn't. Um, Willow, you can close your ears for this one. Go ahead. Cover your ears. Oh, he's I'm making too lazy. Please, please cover your ears. I'm playing with cloth. Please cover... Use the cloth to Does cover your ears. Does this involve the film Porky's? No. Well, it might. Because okay. what I would do... <laughs> the previews, previews, is I would find you, all the movies that had the, the little ends with the end, yeah, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're like, oh, that's gonna be good, and then you're like, it's out of Africa, and you're like, I don't understand what's going on in this movie. I remember <laughs> when they started putting those things at the beginning of of HBO, and, yeah, and and yeah. Showtime, 
and the crushing disappointment <laughs> when someone messed up and put one of those in a movie where there was no nudity and no, you were like, no. I watched 90 minutes <laughs> no. of people talking no. in a restaurant and it, I got worse, nothing. Worse. It would, it would just say, and for nudity, it wouldn't say what or how or oh, kind. Oh, yeah. The, the random male butt. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. No! No, I was promised! I, women! I, I, I was promised women! I was, I'm was. i not say, watching... Imagine if, like, a dog that, like, doesn't have, like, a cute little outfit and this dog puppet show walks in. It's like, that's the end. <laughs> like, I, the one dog. No, yeah, yeah, you're like, like you're watching Dances with... You're yeah. like, I'm not sitting through Dances with Wolves yeah. to see Kevin Costner's butt cheeks, but that's exactly what why you it? watch that I movie. Was, it was a British movie. Well, it was... It was King Henry something. It was it was one of those movies, and this was like early nineties, and it had the end. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, it's a king. It's in England. I guarantee you know something's gonna go on with one of the chambermaids. No, at one point he runs outside naked and dances because he's a mad king. And I'm like, this is what I just watched. Forty eight <laughs> minutes to get to this. Yeah, I'm putting on sirens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's time for the old standby. I think I, <laughs> think I stayed poison ivy uh, last week. We'll go for that again. I think uh, White Sargasso season. White Sargasso. <laughs> I think I'm gonna pull that is. Gonna, dude, I watched that movie. Well, well I don't know how I, it ends, but I, I watched it a lot. I have a story for you. I was watching. This was on network television on a Saturday afternoon. All right, yeah. I was like 13 years old. It was Yellowbeard. A lot of the Monty Python guys are in that movie. Oh, yes, okay? yes, yes. So it's a, it's, it's kind of a parody movie. And I, you know, I was right at that age where it was like, oh, Monty Python. So, you know, like PBS would always run Monty Python's Flying Circus. I'd watch it when I could. And, you know, I, I had seen um, Meaning of Life, you know. I was trying to see all these movies and stuff. And it was like, oh, Yellowbeard. That's, it's like a lot of the guys are in there. I'm going to watch it. And there's a scene where they're in the woods and all of a sudden a fully nude woman <laughs> stepped out. Like the editors did not take it out. And I lost my 13-year-old brain. I was like, whoa, whoa, yeah. Well, wait a minute. It's TV. What is happening? I don't understand. Did I just see? Yes, I know. I totally saw that. Like, I lost my head. It was, it oh was my really God. funny. Yeah, you know, well, Will, you're a girl, so I don't I don't think it resonates the same way. Also, you live in today's there age. There is. I'm, I'm, I'm interested totally in how different. you made it this far in your life, fathering a child not knowing there's a difference between men and women. I'm just. No, no, I just no, no, want no, to no. throw that no, out there. I got, That's weird. No, no, we're just good. a little no, bit. We're good is on Willow adopted. No, no. Is, is that the, yeah? No, is no, that the but, end of this story? No, and but, Willow, you're adopted. <laughs> Listen. Oh, da, 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 da. I would no, break I it to a lot like of ways at this point. Child, like I, I know I'm my dad's, but I don't know about my mom. No one's ever said you look like her. Like in the last, Listen, like, I'm not going to get into the gory details. I'm positive <laughs> on that one point. Yeah, your dad was there. <laughs> like, Anyway, we really went off on a tangent. A good tangent, but a tangent sure? nonetheless. Instead, we have Stand By Me, which is also rated R for just language. It's just, I mean, just Children so much smoking. Mom. Yeah, yes. so my friend um, slept over and my dad's like, hey, maybe she can watch it with us. I was like, no. I'm so glad we did not. Oh, yeah, no. You, no, there was, oh. So, oh. Willow, um, this is a... Uh, yeah, what did you what, this, what, what did you think this movie was going to be about when you? We're still on that. We haven't even started the movie. No, I'm. We're we're only eleven <laughs> minutes in. We're fine. Um, it's when we get twenty minutes and we haven't started talking about the movie. I start to <laughs> yeah, worry. Yeah, so you start getting a little. And worried. your dad starts to sweat thinking about the editing. <laughs> um, no, seriously, Willow, did you have you had any again the standard questions? Did you know this movie? Hear about it? Did you have any ideas about it? Have you seen it before? You know, yeah, kids in my school had to watch it for language arts class. I watched Dolores Claiborne. Oh, okay, okay, not. Wow, totally different movies. 
But same writer. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So, um, what did you what did you think this movie was going to be about? Did you, you have know any that ideas? song "Stand by Me"? You I thought it was going to be about the making of or and recording of "Stand by Me." No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be a straight ass montage where it's like. Stand by me. And there's just a bunch of photos. Did you think it was going to be 90 minutes of a music video for Stand By Me? (laughs) Yeah, there's this kid skipping across the field holding hands. That would have been such a better movie. That would have been Skipping By Me. Yeah, Yeah, they're not standing, they're skipping. (laughs) You can't stand and skip at the same time. Everyone knows that. No, you can't. All right. Uh, Instead, it opens up. (laughs) I wrote, it opens up on the Savannah. Um, because well, the way the way that truck is, yeah, well, like what? It was it's like a super old Jeep, right? It's yeah, like the yeah. old, real boxy army. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ones. yeah. yeah. Um, and he's in front of some field, and it's he's a and it's Richard Dreyfus. And at first, I was like, "Who? I know." I'm like, at first, I'm like, it, "Is that the guy from Jaws?" It's Hooper from Jaws. And I'm like, "Oh, that's right, it's Richard Dreyfus." Which I also thought was a Piranha movie, but it's not. No, no. Um, My and, father was in no Piranha films, but he was in Jaws. Yes. Um, so that was pretty, I thought that was probably kind of pretty cool. And then he starts talking and you realize, cause it flashes back. He, he's being played. His character is Will Wheaton's character, Gordon. Grown up. Yeah, Wait, I'm very up. confused. Wait, so at the beginning of the movie, he's in his truck telling the story. And by the end, he's sitting at home where his kids are bugging him to go to the pool. I'm confused. How did that transition go? Well, because he, he's telling the story like he's starting the story in his truck. And just like when you write a real story, you never end up writing the entire 40, 240 pages in one vehicle. He kind of starts oh. off there. No. And then as he progresses through the story, because his voiceover keeps coming in and out. It just ends with him writing the end of the book. Now, um, he's sitting in his car and, and, and you see that there's the, the newspaper Yes. Where it says his friend is is dead because he was stabbed. That's like the you know it says that's the headline. Yeah, yeah. You well, don't know who it's it not is. The headline is it's it's it's, it, it's a, a headline. It's violent, right? You don't violent. And you don't know what it and you don't know who it's in reference to yet, right? And so then he's just sitting in his car. He's just kind of like looking off into space. And he sees some kids drive by and he's staring at him. Is he peeping? Mark creepily stalking. No, he's not stalking because oh, he, no, he doesn't, stalking, he doesn't have a target that he's constantly going after. Can we put him in the peeping pantheon? That we've been we've been kind of steadily adding to. Well, uh, peeping things have been closer to PG thirteen. This no, is kind of I'll tell you why. Peep. Because they kind of ride by. He didn't like seek it could them be out. A, it could be a peep of opportunity. <laughs> peep of opportunity. I'm, I'm just throwing no, it out there. He's kind I, of like they're driving by, and he's kind of just like oh, I, I, I like where you're going, but all I'm right. Gonna, I'm it's gonna, fair. I'm 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 not I'm not putting money down on this. Yeah, I, was just, I think he's more like wistfully thinking uh, 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 of about the past. peeping. Oh, <laughs> you! Wow, you really so when, you get, this, when you get the runner of the ship, just like a dog with a bone. I'm just like, nope, nope, nope. Okay, anyway. Okay. Uh, instead, we flash back to Will Wheaton, who, by the way, is uh, great in this movie. I honestly, throughout the whole movie, we can just say it right now. It's not going to influence my rad, not rad, but the acting. Is well done for these kids. Another I believe 80s them. movie. I really believe that. No, these that's kids. the one kid I didn't like. That works with kids because kids act well in the eighties. Yeah, and really? this is this is a time when America believed these kids looked fake. When they this 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 is a a time in America when we weren't afraid to say we are going to destroy children's lives forever by forcing them to act well in movies at an age when they shouldn't channel. be. <clears throat> oh, yeah. oh the Disney Woo. Channel is is we're going to run you into the ground while making you act in 
poorly written garbage. Yeah, we're gonna do 200 episodes in 99 days. Right. Of Hannah Montana. We got one take. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's a take. That's yep, one take. That's we're moving it. on. Yep. We uh, got it. Cut. Print. Go. Instead, we go to an 80s treehouse. Well, Who now these things are so we should amazing. point out the movie takes place in 1959 is when it actually takes place. But because it's in the movie came out in the 80s, we may say 80s a bit as we go along. Anyway, there's a treehouse inside Corey Feldman and for the first time River Phoenix. Um, I was going to say 10 year old smoker. Who was? I remember him being lead. a big deal. At he, some point, and I remember when he died, it was a big deal. I couldn't Wait, name died? you. I couldn't name you three movies. River Phoenix. Four, I couldn't name you four movies. River Phoenix was even in. Now this one and Explorers, I knew for sure. He um, was in Sneakers. Okay, see that would have been one I didn't know. Um, but I'm, I'm with you. I remember people going like, "Oh, River Phoenix died." Yeah, I'm like, he died outside like that fan. That, it was a famous club. club. Yeah. Um, and I remember people being like, "Oh, he died, and he was supposed to be the like the next I don't know some big star." But I kind of feel like he actually went He's the Ledger. Way. I kind of like no. I feel like he went more like the way of Marlon Brando. Like Brando was supposed to be this huge actor, and he kind of did a few movies in the '50s, and you didn't see him again until the late '70s. Oh, okay, I'm, I I stand corrected. If you have seen Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, he's young he's, Indy. He's, yes, he is. Young, I forgot he, is young he was Indy. young Indy. Yes, he is young Indy. Um, he also was in Mosquito Coast. If you've ever seen that movie, don't remember it. Um, that's kind of a weird one. Was yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm looking right now, and it's like I twenty three things. Yeah, it's really nothing. He really wasn't in a lot. He wasn't once 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 you hit Stand by Me, which is where he became like ties. a thing. He was in an episode of Family Ties. That hardly yeah. counts. Like Mosquito Coast, and then seven you have for Seven Brothers. That's cool. He 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 was in My Own Private Idaho. That was kind of a big deal when it came out. But okay, moving um, on. Yeah, please. They're all on. smoking and playing cards with and a over by storm. Which, by the way, they're ten. Um, <sighs> I now I personally did not smoke as a kid, but I knew tons of kids that did. Oh, I knew uh, kids in seventh I mean, grade that yeah, smoked. Yeah, yeah I, I was not surprised did. by this at all. Um, especially back going back they into the 50s, 60s. They must are actually 12, they say. Um, they're they're going, going into junior high. They mentioned that a couple of times yeah. in the movie. So yeah. they're so, in fourth um, grade? Uh, sixth grade. Sixth grade going into seventh grade. Because he's 12. It depends on the town. Some towns consider yeah. six, seven, eight junior. We started I always grade did. over here, so. Yeah, when I was growing okay. up, it was always seventh, eighth grade. Was yeah. okay. You tell us on the Facebook page. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when did junior high actually start? For me, it was seven, yes. eight. Yeah, seventh eighth grade was was wow. considered junior high. So, as far as that goes, um, I now you got to remember in the actual sixties and early seventies, teenagers and kids were always portrayed as like the almost like the Leave It to Beaver, even going into like almost the early seventies. So this is an eighties going back to that time, and honestly, that is probably more real to how kids actually were cursing. Yeah. Everything was about you know sex and. Like actual twelve and thirteen and year old boys stuff, right? who are full of hormones and yeah. really trying to figure out the world and everything so, else. So I kind of really—that's what I said to, to Willow when we started this movie—is this movie resonated with me at least when I was a kid because I kind of felt like I could have been on those train tracks, and I think that's what they go for in this movie. I would agree. Um, I'm I'm actually surprised they didn't cut out some of the cursing just to oh, get a PG-13 out of it. Yeah, I was. I, okay. it, it, it did kind of surprise me. I forgot this was R-rated. Yeah, like, yeah I, me too. I, I totally did. I absolutely okay. did. After seeing the rating in all the other 80s movies, when he went in and got a magazine, I'm surprised there wasn't a Playboy. 
just laying around, you know? That's a very good point. That's a very good observation. Yeah, there should have been at least one. Should, shouldn't there have been Although, that? When did Playboy come out? Shouldn't there? Oh, it's, Was uh, that it, predated, it predated the 60s, I believe. Yeah. I'm no expert, but shouldn't there have been the, the, the scene, yeah, where they find some kind of pornographic magazine? That's like a coming-of-age thing yeah. for a long... Yeah, yeah well, something pre-1990, I guess. Yep. That was a coming-of-age thing for a long Well, Monster Squad was kind of covering that whole thing for them. Oh, so, boy. So Stand By Me went a little different direction. Fair enough. Uh, Fair instead, enough, Rob Reiner. I respect your direction. <laughs> instead, instead, we got uh, Vern uh, showing up. Who who's buries the... pennies. Yeah. Well, he, well the, <laughs> it starts out with, do you want to go see a dead body? Which the answer kind of just yes. blurts out. Come on. Right? What like, kid is going to go, nah, I'm sorry. I'm well, maybe, t- Willow, now would kids go, oh, but I have to go outside. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious. I don't know. That'd still be cool. You know, okay, okay, Willow, would you be willing says, to go on a three-day hike for it? Yeah, it's like Coachella. It's like Coachella is the greatest response I have ever heard to that question. I mean, there's no famous people, but you know. It's like No, there are. There are. There's a dead body in the woods, and and Beyonce is there, and Cole Kardashian, (laughs) and they're just kind of strutting up and down down the train tracks. It is the Coachella. (laughs) You don't know what Coachella is, do you? You don't know how right your answer was, Willow. It's amazing. (laughs) However, instead we find out that Vern was burying pennies, which, by the way, I did say out loud. Idiot. How much could those pennies be worth, even in 1959? Maybe he had, like, three whole dollars. Really? Maybe. I Daddy, don't know. 13 bucks of coins that I got cashed in today. I, I agree. I it's not like he buried a trash can no, right. full of pennies. It's a jar. It's a jar. It's a mason jar. So, at most, you've got, I think, three bucks, I think, is the high that, of that. Why would you bury it? Well, as we come to find out, Vern's not the brightest bulb in the package. Well, I I believe it's a sort of a, I'm keeping this away from my no good hood brother. That is very true. steal my money. That is very true. Oh no, the pennies. And so they just decide, okay, yeah, we're going to go through it. And this is kind of where I wrote down, and this, I feel like there's a theme throughout this. Gordon is, or Gordy or whatever they call him, uh, Will Wheaton, he's a very go with the flow kind of guy. Yeah, he is. He doesn't like, I kind of feel like like, him and River Phoenix are a very strong, bonded friendship, but I never get the sense that... It. But I almost feel like Gordy would have done whatever that. anyway. Yeah, it it also could have been like, hey, let's go uh, put a laser, an inner tube in a in a river and see where it goes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, great. Okay, sure, whatever. Um, now, well, I, his I, parents I, don't actually know he exists, other I, than that he's worse than his brother, apparently. Oh, yeah, they... Oh, oh my gosh, yeah, uh, we're gonna get into that. His brother, what a, what a great guy. Like, his dad's like, semi Did they but... say? Didn't they? I thought a car, a drunk driver hit him or Was something. Was it? Okay. I thought that's what they said. Okay. Because... He died. I asked this because it starts off with Will Wheaton's character going... The first time I saw a dead body was in the summer of 1959. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, and I was like, it must have been how, a closed casket funeral. How bad was your brother mangled yeah. that they closed this casket? Although, when you see the mom's reaction, maybe it was. Maybe it was pretty bad. <laughs> maybe it was pretty bad. They, they, they didn't call up and say, we found your son. They're like, we found 60% of your son. Hey, so... But it's not a 60, like, half his body. I mean, like, he's got chunks missing from his hey, face. So, so and a missing a limb. Was your son driving a a '58 Chevy flat top? That sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. if we found a body in said flat top, would you 
Well, we generally assume my it would son be your would son. never kill anyone. I, I, that that no, allegation no, is it's offensive. It's actually nobody sir. around for miles. Yeah, as as it should be. He's yeah, a good Christian boy. But there's still boy. a body in the car. D- um, did he have a parachute on and it failed to open? No, no. But um, did your did your son wear black shoes? Well, who among us doesn't wear black shoes? Okay, we found those in the field. I'm just going to go catatonic and ignore my other son <laughs> yes. now. I'm, I'm hanging up. Okay. No, you don't hang up. The phone just... <laughs> and it's the old line, so if both lines don't disconnect at the same time, yeah. the guy's like, oh, great, this again. Now yeah. I am permanently stuck listening to this great. family. I got to get another Which, phone line installed. And she just went catatonic, yeah. so I never get to hear Hello? Him. Hello? <laughs> Hello? It's just five years of hello? Hello? <laughs> I, I think I hear... Is that the... Because is that, is that wagon train in the background? What is this? And the reason why I asked that question is because this. So he's killed, and then there's another dead body hit by a train. How small is this town? It's a death town. You just go there to die. <laughs> because two kids die within, what, I mean, months? If they think they have it bad now. Well, I think just one of them went, just went missing. Like, they don't actually know that he's that's, dead. That's, that's a good point. I okay. They I'll are worried about him, point. but you know they're going to be really upset when a bloodthirsty clown comes out of the sewer <laughs> thirty years later and starts yeah, eating true. children. That is true. Uh, wait till that happens, to, uh, Castle Rock. Um, okay, look, and nerds, I know it's Derry, New Hampshire. All right, chill out. Yeah, I mean Derry, Maine. I get it. All right, well, chill out. Um, relax. Now we do see John Cusack, who plays the brother. And yes. by the way, even great. He's only in a couple of scenes, but he's he does a fantastic. Really good job. But. Uh, and the mother, it's the mother from Gremlins, right? She I couldn't like tell that, but Gordy's dad, he's one of those guy actors. He's in a bunch of movies. Oh, you know what? He was one I couldn't pick. He, the mother he, looks familiar, he but pops he up not. all the time. But the father, like, at first you kind of, because there's only two scenes with his brother, so we can do them. At first you like, when he comes into the room, he goes, you found your canteen. And it's like, okay, you need to leave now so we can shut this and, and hide our memories with, with the baseball glove. Like you do in America. Right. Um, but later on, when they flash back to when his brother's trying to say, hey, Gordy wrote a story, and the father's like, well, that's not football. Yeah, exactly. You suddenly realize Dennis's death had no effect on this kid's <laughs> yeah, life. exactly. He was screwed from day yep. one. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, I already got my athletic kid. Why would I care about that one? He's writing well, poetry. But Harold, you never know. He could be a prize Pulitzer winning uh, writer there. But it's not football. No, I know. I love how the mom, like, try, kind of, like, plays along. Oh, cool, what are you write? And then the dad's like, um, nope, football. What's going on with that, son? It's your best game ever, right? Oh, my God. It's like, uh, n- listen, listen, Harriet. Don't talk to the sissy. We're here for the football. You're only encouraging him. Stop it. <laughs> You're only encouraging him. And then, oh, my God. So, anyway, so they decide that they're going to go away. And, and Well, we, we completely skipped over the term... El Smacko, which I thought Willow would have loved. <laughs> I missed that. Yeah, Corey, Corey Feldman's like, oh, the train must have come along and El Smacko. And I'm like, oh, Willow's got a new catchphrase, El Smacko. <laughs> Did you even write that down? No. no I, I think Willow's going to like just smack people in the face now and then just go, El Smacko. <laughs> and then you'll hear like the strum of a Spanish guitar. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. I just have this person that follows me. Just yeah. <laughs> Is it time now? No. We've gotta wait for the perfect moment. Aww. When she when she leveled up to fourteen, she took summon mariachi band. Yeah, yeah, Most no, people that's... don't use it. She's no, doing a good, no, good, she, good job. You know, when you got it, flaunt it. <laughs> oh, you know, you gotta. Um instead we find out um they're gonna go on the trip. Um 
They all lie and say, yeah. everyone say you're sleeping over everybody's house. We can disappear for two days. No one will notice we're missing. Yeah. Drunk dad kid has a gun. Thankfully, drunk dad kid. Willow, I want you to name all of these kids as we go through because drunk dad, drunk dad kid, top of the charts right now. Uh, he's say, got a gun. That's my, that's my yeah, favorite he's... Smith song, drunk, drunk, drunk dad kid. So like he's wielding the gun and like he's like shooting it around. It's like like fake and it's like bang bang and all that. And then he puts it out the trash can. Thankfully, it's not his friend because if he pulled the trigger on his friend. Yeah, Oops. I said, I didn't know it was loaded. <laughs> All those words are spoken never happily. No. <laughs> no. Well, oh officer, uh, well, it, it, you've probably heard this before, <laughs> but in my defense, I didn't know it was loaded. I'm 12. Uh, <laughs> um, now, what I like about this scene... And I got a thirst for killing, and now I can't stop. What I like about it at the end of this scene is, is, is Will Wheaton gets a uh, dead dad kid. To, dead, 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 to dead, absolutely dead. swear that it wasn't loaded. He goes to, you're on your mom's grave that she goes to hell. Right. But, no, no, no. Nothing tops. A pinky swear. A pinky swear. And by the way, 100% true. Swear on your mother's the grave. Yes. She'll go to hell if you lie. Yeah, no, you got it. No, you got it. Pinky, pinky swear. swear. Whoa. Oh, oh, boy. You raised those stakes, those, didn't you? The stakes have <laughs> been raised. You don't go back on a pinky swear. And then, so they go on, and now they get assaulted by Kiefer Sutherland. Now, yes. I don't know how you felt about it. Obviously, it pays off at the end when they show up. Um, but Kiefer Sutherland and, and those goons, the scenes that they have, I don't hate them for being in the movie, but I definitely feel like they didn't need to be in there. When they were on screen, I was kind of like, okay, I get it. Could we be somewhere else? You know what? Cut it. Cut a couple scenes out. Give a couple of them so that they know what's going on, but cut out a couple of them, especially because at the end... Not to jump too far ahead, but at the end, there's no payoff. There's a there's a bunch yeah. of threats. He that's, never that's even mentions it. There was never. I I was expecting a sentence that was like, "Oh, and they made good on their promise when a I, month later they so, caught us after school yeah, and something. you know broke so and so's arm or yeah. just something where it's like, oh Nothing. yeah, no, they did it, or it, and that's why they I, made they made our lives a living hell for the next three years until one of them got sent to prison, right? You know, right something, something like that, like that. <laughs> and, and it just didn't happen. It just kind of felt hollow at that point. Um, so they go on, and now they get onto the tracks. And this is a huge part of the movie. And nobody's brought any food. No. But they have a comb. They, oh, Vern, well, Vern has a comb. He knows. He's you gotta one. Because you gotta look good before you can feel Did, good. Now, I love it. I think it's later At on. testing. I, I think it's like later on when he's he's griping about the comb. Oh, it's a comb. We're going to need it. And one of the kids is like, you don't even have hair. He doesn't. It's true. That was my first comment. Jer- Jerry O'Connell like, uh, okay. looks suspiciously like a young Greg. Yes. So uh, you see pictures of me as a child, not that far off from Jerry O'Connell. So you film. look like a, lo- a young, I almost called him Pudgy. Jerry O'Connell. Adams. I'm Pugly. Not... Pug- Pugsley Adams. Pugsley yeah. Adams. Yeah. That's, he looks like a Pugsley. That's a, that's a, that's a re- you're in the ballpark. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I thought he was a kid playing Lardo for a good, like, three minutes. I did, too. Yes. That's not far. Because the kid does look... I mean, no, but well, you, the haircut. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. In his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, and I'm, gonna, and I'm going to get into each one of these as they come up. This is where we finally see Teddy. Now, we don't know exactly yet. We know that his father burned his ear. But it's 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 Oregon. He could have just been a drunk and get mad at him. You don't realize, you don't know yet that his father is actually in a state mental hospital. Right, right, right. But yeah. this is where 
Teddy stands on the tracks and he's like, I'm gonna fight it, I'm gonna fight, you know, I'm gonna stand here. In the story, they actually talk about this a little more where okay. he does this thing called dodging. He does it with cars. Oh, okay. Where okay. he like does this thing where like he gets in the traffic and he gets like so close to cars where like they swerve and and, yeah, like, yeah. He, and, and they're like all all the friends were always like, Don't do this, you're gonna die. This yeah. is terrifying. And that's when he's like, I'm gonna dodge the train. Yeah, he does it, say that. It, yeah, um, it was it, so it's it's kind of established in, in the book and not really so. Well I'm gonna movie. break that all up later when we get more into the into the movie. Um because as of right now, it absolutely looks like this kid is if if not off almost suicidal. suicidal. Right. Um so it's a weird but Yeah, so like the train is coming, I'm like, wow, like, what are we, like, ten minutes in already? Suicide, that's fun. Yes. How's your movie going? Because this is how mine is. And then we go on uh, the mailbox baseball again. Yeah, I'm more of a fantasy mailbox baseball guy myself, but no, I was you curious ever, how you, you landed. Do, looking back, I picked up Kiefer Sutherland on a waiver wire. We know, you, really can't, we, you can't now, do sports. We, now, we got it. I, I don't, how many I, touchdowns do you, you get every time you hit one? Now, here's the thing. I'm going to tell the story, and I'm probably going to cut it later. So me and a friend, when we were, when we would ride, and we actually thought this out. Just bear Is with me. Is that a rope in the middle? Like, Hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on. Give him his space. So we would we would do the mailbox. I'm gonna cut this all out so it sounds awesome. We would do mailbox flag, where we would put the flags up, and I'm not kidding. We did believe the mailman would get to the mailbox, open it up, not see mail, to be picked up. And get angry, and we thought we were bad ass. That's like, adorable. ha! This is gonna be a bunch of mailboxes with no mail. Do we even have those? <laughs> there was, uh, yes, yeah, some do. We don't. There was a oh, rash okay. of of kids hitting mailboxes on my street. Oh yeah, yeah, we do. I, I knew kids that did that. That's what. So my parents eventually got sick of it happening. I think it happened twice. So they moved the mailbox so it was literally in. It was touching a telephone pole. Yes. So they couldn't. Like they would have been hitting a telephone pole with a bat, you know, yeah. at that point. So it would yeah, um, So that's a story I just thought I'd throw out. That's no, I love that story. That's awesome. Ours is attached to the house, so have fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be a little bit harder to do mailbox baseball. The best um, one all the way up to the house. Huh. And so they just keep walking Why? at this point. And now this is where they get to spit at the fat kid. The first bridge, right? Oh, I don't know. I just um. Yeah, I think so. I know they're... It's well, before no, wait, the junkyard. This, I know this, that. Can um, we just skip to the junkyard? Well, I was going to say, is this... Yeah, where they where they talk about the, the musketeers. Yes. Breasts. Yeah. Uh, like you do. Yeah. Okay, what is Goofy? I really want to know this. Oh, Goofy. that's way ahead, but we have... we have, we have have oh. I have an answer for that, but we'll yeah. talk about that later. So anyway, in the junkyard, though, they, they stop to fill up water, and now they have to go and get... Uh, some supplies. So they're going to send Gordy. They they do a coin flip thing. They get a goocher. Yeah. I've never heard that tails. term. I've never, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. But apparently it was very big in 1959. They send him off, and this is where... Uh, <laughs> that deli guy that he goes to... <laughs> deli guy... Don't shut up about his dead bro. Like, he's digging for this kid to break down crying in his story. Because he's like, hey, you're Dennis's little brother. Yeah. Yeah, he was a good kid. He was amazing. Do you, uh... Do you play football? <laughs> Um, no, I'm four foot two and I weigh 90 pounds. Yeah. Look at me. I, I can't even <laughs> I ref am. for a football game. That's how light I am. If they tied me up with rope, I would be the football. Well, that's too bad because your your brother was a hell of a football player. Let me tell no, you. I, I know All he was. All state. No, he was. Yes, he did. What do you do? Um, I, I mostly. I wrote a poem yesterday. I mostly write poems and um, I draw pictures of ponies. Yeah. 
Your brother with football, though. Let me tell you, man. Woof. Yeah. You ever write anything about football? Maybe like a like a um, write up of your old like I, game in a sports column. I wrote a story where there was a pig. Okay. Okay. Because and um he had skin. Okay. And and he met a fairy, and then he met some unicorns, and he was very happy. Uh, so <laughs> the football happened <laughs> after this. I what like like the ending? Is well, no, they play a football game. No, there was there was a pig skin. Which is another uh, alternate Ooh, name. This is some highbrow comedy kid, I gotta tell Wait, you. Like bacon? <laughs> yep. Like the bacon yeah, you eat I, after a football never, game? Uh, okay, Here, here's your pound of hamburger. Why don't you get <laughs> just, out of my store? You know what? It's on me. Just just leave. <laughs> We're never speaking of this again. <laughs> yeah, right. And, uh, hey! <laughs> right. It's beer o'clock! Alright, here we go. Uh, he goes back, and now he shows up, and the kids... He shows up, and in the background, you see the junkyard guy. Now, the big thing is the junkyard guy has a killer dog. Chopper. And he's a ma- he's a, just a, oh, a horrible no. guy. He chases Gordy out of the junkyard. They're on the other side, and they all start antagonizing the junkyard guy. No, Two they things. antagonize the dog. Like, now, why? Well, first of all, junkyard guy. Just trying to make an honest living. Uh-huh. I'm, um, I'm siding with junkyard guy I, here. I was... Until he basically berated those children. I was going to say, this <laughs> like, guy... Like, violently. Like, I, and by the way, it's your gate. Do you have a key? When when, when one of the dudes Oh, I goes, thought it was just a fence. No, it was a gate. Hmm. Yeah. And what... When the kid goes, I'm going to rip your head off and then I'm going to poop down your throat. Oh, really? Chink, chink. Let's see you make good there. Smart mouth. <laughs> I'm. I really wanted the missing scene where Junkman is <laughs> is doing insult comedy at night and like just, <laughs> yes. just killing it like a like a maniac. <laughs> yeah. Just like people can't get enough of this guy because he just takes one look at you and he's like, "Boom! Yeah. I know your problem." You yeah. know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. No. He slices these kids. Two oh, ribbons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With his insults. Uh, he, he goes on about Teddy's father. And this is where we find about Teddy's father. And he just rips him a new one. Honestly, like, listen, dude. You're an adult. All they did was just... They took a drink of water and you found one kid, like, meandering. Take a chill pill. Like, it is not worth scarring these children for life like this. Uh, it was 59, Paul. <laughs> it was an adult's job <laughs> was to it? just, just was wreck it? kids. As, just as quick as possible. Just like, yep. Oh, there's a kid minding his own business. Let's <laughs> yeah. let's physically assault him or scar him emotionally for life. Let's go do that. Okay. Now you you make a real you make a real good point. Does um, he really? At one point, I don't know. Well, it, this, this, this is kind um, of the point in the film where they actually bleach. they actually realize that they're heading to see a dead body. Yes. And it's starting to set in where it's like, oh yeah, we're having a blast and we're goofing off, but. Ultimately, the end of this trip is a dead child. Yeah, so, yeah, this is where Will Wheaton and River Phoenix are walking down the tracks and they're talking. And I really dug this scene because of that. Because they're starting to really think about what it means. But not to be outdone, we immediately hear Vern go, Who would win in a fight, Superman or Mighty Mouse? Willow, do you know who Mighty Mouse is? Mickey Mouse? No. Close Did enough. I, I don't say Mickey Mouse. Mighty Mouse is on his way. No, I'm seeing He's the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse song over here. You don't know that? I, sh- I remember Mighty Mouse as a child. Um, could you please on the Facebook page, Andy Kaufman. Oh, yes. Yes. Excellent idea. Um, 
Okay, no, no <laughs> that is not getting stuck in my head. Nor, nor, nor will the hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog song also I be stuck don't know in my head. either one of those. I don't know either one of those, and I'm glad I didn't. I hear it. envy your happy world, Paul. Uh, we see, we see the 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 hoods carving with a razor blade cobras. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just again. What a careless. tough guy! Not like a real although, cobra, like the word cobra. Although Kevin Sutherland makes a good point. One guy bets a dude a thousand. The other dude bets a two thousand. Kevin Sutherland goes, "If you had two thousand dollars, I'd just kill you." Yeah. Good point, Kiefer. Yeah. <laughs> that is a fantastic observation. Wait, right. so I don't know what point it came in, but how do you eat bleach? Because someone's like, I only got in trouble when I ate bleach. How oh, that's uh, again when they're talking. Will Wheaton is talking to. Uh, yeah, you, well, yeah. Actually, right after that, it? River Phoenix is do may, not die. I think he meant drink, but he said eat. You're semantically picking apart. Then how the did poor he not kid. die? Well, I, you have to have father enough smacked, of it. No, his father to kill smacked you. him. It's not like you put a drop in no, your mouth Greg, and you're dead, Greg. His father smacked him. Well, he just smacked the bleach the heal, right out of him. The healing power of the, of oh, the, the dad's hand. He drank a bottle of right, it, and then he exactly slapped well. it out of him. Exactly. Okay. If the you, one time the father paid attention? Um, and by the way, I think he just wanted the bleach, and the kid had it. And he was like, get the bleach out of your hand. And that's really what it came down to. You gotta actually... go clean your son's football. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, there you go. I need the bleach to clean your... That's, that's football clean bleach, your not writing bleach. <laughs> I, I need... Are you drinking that bleach? Your brother needs that to clean his football uniform. <laughs> oh, don't forget the shoes. Oh, need a whole other bottle. This is the bottle for his shoes. Yes. <laughs> this is just his shoe bleach. Um, I did write down randomly because when we curses through this whole thing, how did he make it on the Enterprise? That's a great question. With that sailor's mouth. Wait, who? But yeah, yeah, R- River Wheaton. Phoenix. There's there's a uh, scene where River Phoenix Wait, and and Will Wheaton are, are talking about it. No, <laughs> no, he is not oh, Picard. Not... Sorry, Greg. Yes, he's Picard. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jean Luc Picard is in this movie. He's not in this movie. Stop looking at me like with like that. Um, I was gonna say that is like we get, the fifties. Instead, we get to the oh. bridge. The slowest crossing of a bridge in cinema history. There's one you're yes. just crawling like... Yeah. And <laughs> now... Stop it. After the train incident, whose bright idea was it not to go around with Teddy? I'm surprised there wasn't a scene where Teddy was like n- nudging his way toward the edge of the bridge. You know? I don't know. It just... I, I, I don't trust Teddy at all nope, to survive through the end well, of the they, they Somebody actually says he won't live to see 20. Yes. Yeah. Well, later on, okay, we'll get to it. This is the only thing I want to get to. Later on, they give this kid a gun. You know what I wrote down? Oh, well, now Teddy has a gun. Expect an involuntary murder suicide. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, you're not you're not that far off because the, uh, after the bridge thing, they they have eat they 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 eat they yeah. smoke. And there is so much smoking in this movie. It's like an I ad for saw, cigarettes. It is, yeah. Wait. Uh, and then they tell the lard ass story, and then they take watch with the gun. Which, so, by the way, lard ass story. Totally rad. Grant. I love it. I was going to say, while they're walking, um, he's like, our, what's the white t-shirt kid's name? Uh, Drunk Dad Kid. Drunk Dad Kid. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking to W.W. because I can't remember his real name. And like, <laughs> <laughs> Yes! Okay, we have Drunk Dad Kid and W.W. Poor, poor Which Will Wheaton. Which would be Will so Wheaton. Drunk Dad Kid's like, oh yeah, you have to follow your hope. And dreams shipping it still, and, <laughs> and so like by the end he's like, I don't know what that. Means. Well, I have to be like your dad, and the WWE is like, <laughs> well, okay, because you're everyone's dad apparently. Like you save the kid from jump 
from yep. being hit by a train. Yep. You yep. give yep. him in the pep talk speech. You're everyone's dad. Oh my God, Willow, your story is as good <laughs> as good as the fat kid. Oh, uh, oh Will God. Wheaton has a dream where his dad says it should have been him that died. Daddy issues. Yeah, yeah, he has. I mean, that's. And then, oh point, wait, when they're on say. the bridge, he drops the comb. He like, does drop the disappointment comb. just washed across the face. Like, eh, what happens? With then uh, River Phoenix and Will Wheaton have have another talk where where River Phoenix explains that it, th- throughout the movie there have been a couple of references that he stole the milk money. And and we learned that he <laughs> stole the, the milk money. No, no, no. I love how he, and tried to get. Talk about I love, this is like a major crime. Like it's pretty much it's like he that, murdered someone. It's not even that, but it's I, just milk. This is one of the scenes where I didn't quite remember. I knew that they stop and there's you know there's some bromance stuff, but I kind of I didn't I didn't remember the conversation. And of course, he, drunk dad kid goes, "You know what's funny? They said I stole the milk money. Nobody asked me if I stole the milk money. But did you steal the milk money?" Yeah, but nobody asked. <laughs> well, dude, here's I wrote this down. You know what? Um, dress to be the kid you want to be. <laughs> if you're gonna go. steal the milk money, guess what? You got blamed for stealing the milk money. Oh, it's because they don't wear a white shirt. <laughs> but but then he goes into this blubbering thing about how you know he did return it, but the teacher Stole, said that yeah, it wasn't. Said it wasn't um, returned. And then that's because it's 1959, it. and all adults hate children. Right. It's their job. The, the teacher wanted to give that money Reason? back, yeah. but she was bound by the by the 1959 code. <laughs> yes, that her job is to to ruin children, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh well, I guess I better just." How do you how do you think that review goes at the end of the year? So so Mrs. Larson, yes, um, yes. we just want to review um, as far as ruining children's lives. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. How- I think I, I've I've made marked improvement from last year. You did so last my year- quota, I believe, was hit in the. First or second quarter of the year. So it looks like last year you had uh, three un, uh, uh, three suspensions without any type of evidence. Yes. Um, you bumped yes. it up to five. What were the, the two th- extra ones you had this year? Uh, well, uh, the classic milk money, of oh, course. Oh, good. Yes, milk, yes. The that milk really, money theft. That, that kid that is scarred so one. bad. And yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah, a good one. and the, the other Lucy one. Lucy didn't tie her shoe. Uh, no, the other <laughs> one. Well, that wouldn't be a suspension. The other, the other suspension was uh, I, I said that a child cursed at me. Oh, when yes. they did not curse at me. Oh, that's a classic. Yeah, it's a classic because it's yeah. my word against them. And of course, who's going to believe that? Which is really just your word. Just my word. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. No, very yeah. good. Very good. Yeah. And um, nope, that's that's great. Um, we're going to make you principal. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> um, now, how many um, murder-suicides am I gunning for a year as principal? I, you're going for two attempted, one successful. Okay, two, two, two to one. I can remember okay, two to one. Yeah, Excellent. Yeah. you got to make sure you pick the right ones. Um, any kind of scarification from parents yes. who are in nuthouses. That's a good one. Uh, go for them first. All right. Okay. Okay, I'll see you next year. Thank you. Wow, we just really just downplayed and how horrible that was. And that's how the football was. kid <laughs> died. Yeah, that was, that was awful. <laughs> that's how the football kid died. Um, that's how he died. But I did kind of feel like a dead dad kid is kind of like, he's passing blame. Like, take responsibility. I understand you're 12. I understand the teacher kind of it's cheated the, you it's, at this point. It's, yeah, I think but you did scene, steal the milk he money. He did. At the end of the day, he did. And I think it's you know, more about... I understand this, the, though. The, the adults, realizing that adults are not going to help you in life. And that's that's always kind of a tough lesson to learn yeah. but as I, a child. Well, you know I what? As an adult, this. grow the hell up. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. 
I understand though where he's coming from because of course you do because when you stole the milk money (laughs) yes no you stole the milk money no by the impact apparently this entire town hates him because he stole the milk money what is it fifty cents I'm sorry but like I have to agree listen no hold on no hold on a second we were all I say we as in the podcast but you two were in agreement burying. And having to retrieve three dollars in pennies was a worthwhile endeavor. Fifty cents for milk money sounds like it's pretty important. That's no, that's fifty cents now. Milk back then was probably a nickel, but it was fifty cents worth oh. of milk money. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. like ten milk. Like ten kids went without milk. Ten kids. <laughs> wow. Ten old children. Ten old children. Not get milk. We all know it's watered down cow. Anyway. It was no, actually like, it was it was just powdered it was just powdered milk. Milk is just watered down cow. It's just watered down cow. You just put a cow in a lake and poof. But you get it milk. doesn't taste like steak. That's where I'm disappointed. Anyway. Uh, instead, we get to another very famous scene. Um, they get they cross a field. They get to a swamp. They have to go into the swamp. They take a foot in and they fall into it. The boys start kind of doing what boys do, and they start Wait, doing never a little told me what horse play. Start roughhousing. Goofy's a dog. Moving on. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll br- bring that up as soon as this bit is over. Yeah. Okay. So, uh... Passes water fountain. Now I feel water. pressured. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're roughhousing, they and then, to, uh-oh, and then gotta, there be leeches in this water. Now... This one kid was so smart, he just want WW, just wanted to get out. And smart voice. And yet he has the worst leech of all. Which, by the way, as this scene was, and I mean, slowly meandering through him reaching into his underpants, I awkwardly looked at my daughter and said, well, I'm glad we all went family friendly for this one. And my mom was sitting there and she's watching with intent for a good two seconds. I was like, really? And then she turned away. (laughs) I don't know. You know what? Let's not. I'm going to cut that part. Yeah, we definitely are. We don't don't need that out there in the ether. (laughs) That sounded a lot worse. Uh, yeah, no, it totally did, and I'm gonna stop talking about it. Anyway, what were you talking about, Goofy? Goofy. <laughs> so yeah, it's the classic question. Pluto is a dog. Is a dog. Yes. But he wears a collar, yes. walks on all fours, lives in a dog house. Goofy is clearly a dog, doesn't yes. wear a collar, walks on two feet and talks. Yes. So what is Goofy? And the question is, Goofy is just a racist caricature that Disney kind of took over and decided to kind of make a little more family friendly. So he's not actually supposed to be anything other than horribly racist. So there you go. Like all of Disney. Most of the stuff, yeah. (laughs) Do you think he goes shopping for those dumb little hats? Yes. (laughs) Really? No. Yeah. I, I don't know. know. I Goofy. Hard he looks hard. like he makes his own clothing. Do you do 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 you think they started calling him Goofy and then <laughs> he's like, Mouse. I know, I'll put a dumb hat on my head, or the hat came first and then they called him it's Goofy. It's from Minnie Mouse's boutique. That sells bows and hats. I I know I know boutique. I know that as well. Yeah, yeah. she owns a boutique. It's good. Pulling pulling this out, pulling out all. Once the I had stuff. to count five, I was like, whoa. This movie four, has really lost. pushed us to our limit. <laughs> so. um... We have a race. Yeah. We do. They run a guy off a road. The yes. road. The yep. log truck. Yeah. Uh, then finally, they they find the dead kids. And yes, they finally the, the get the dead to kid. Oh, okay. uh, Will Wheaton is hit with the realization of he, his brother's own death now, rather than at the actual funeral. Well, he yeah, says that. He says, "I didn't cry. My I didn't cry funeral. my own brother's Literally, funeral." Like everyone but um, drunk dad kids. Like, what's wrong? It's like. You see a dead body. What do you think is wrong? I mean, like, yeah, I got to agree. Uh, even twelve years old should be like, oh, he's 
freaking out. His brother just died. There's a dead body. That's not the biggest. Or in elite. general, there's a dead body. You know. Yeah, you're yeah, faced. In you're general faced with your own mortality. Crying, not that weird. No, not even a little bit. Uh, instead, uh, Kiefer Sutherland and his group show up. Yes. And I do like the power play here. Wait, WWE breaks down. He does. Did you want to talk about that? Yeah. All these, okay. All these guys in here, they're all girls on the inside. Well, they're you all know, hugging. Holy jeez. And they're crying What an indictment on their masculinity. Scathing <laughs> indictment. I would actually... I would cry in public. They haven't even hit puberty yet. I would I would counter Willow that I, I think this shows kind of an interesting sort of side of male friendship that is not really discussed in... I think it's a shift. ...modern day America where, you know, it's not okay to have friends that, as as a guy anyway, I feel like that's never portrayed where, like, guys share their feelings with their guy friends. It's always like, I'm off doing stuff with my guy friends. I'm, you know, I'm having fun. I'm doing stuff. Not like, hey, I'm really sad because my my brother's dead and my parents don't care about me and I wish I was dead now. That's not something you, you know, those are those type of things that are really seen. Be it for good or ill, it's it's just sort of an interesting thing. It's kind of a King thing. He's written a few stories that deal with, like, actual friendships and how they actually kind of look like and conversations that you might have like this with an actual friend. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. He's saying, he's also, WWE's also saying, my dad hates me. And he's like, and his friend's like, no, he doesn't hate you. I'm just sitting there like... He probably does, your let's dad, be honest. Your dad might hate you, WWE. <laughs> just, just a little bit. <laughs> he might really, he might literally actually hate you. That Until might be you right. successfully throw a football. Yeah. Uh, no, just not looking good. Sorry, WWE. So, you were Rest talking about the peace. punks when the punks show up and they're like, we're taking this dead body because so yeah. we can be on television. Yeah, um, is it really worth it? Is, I, is all this pain and aggravation no. to get on, really in the 50s, barely radio... I mean, and, and here's the other thing too. And even even at the at the beginning, he goes, "We could be heroes." WWE to who? You are gonna bring nothing but pain and heartache to a family. Then you're gonna exploit it, and because your children, what that means is an adult is gonna make money off of you, and you will get nothing off of this. Yeah, yeah, more they or less. They seem very strong about it. Okay, so like, yeah. let's just all of them run off except for white t-shirt that gets yelled at. And then WW just shows up and he's like sticking out. I'm like, you know, we all know you just want your hat back. Like, just ask. He, he, he never gets that. He hat. never gets the hat. Yeah, you know what? He That's never really asked for it. They um actually in the DVD commentary. We all know what he really wanted. They they specifically wanted to do the scene where Keith Sutherland steals the hat but doesn't put it on his own head. And it's to show that all he's doing is taking it from Will Wheaton. Yeah. And they asked him, like, what What do you think happened to that hat? And the the consensus with the actors, what they believe their character would do is, as soon as they turned the corner, they just threw that hat in the garbage. Because they didn't, they didn't care about no, it. No, I would agree with that. So, so he never got that hat back because he was too dumb to not follow those kids for five minutes <laughs> to realize as soon as the game was head. over, they'd just throw it in the trash. The kid put it on his head. Yeah, but as soon as they were around the corner, they threw it in the it, trash. It wasn't about having the hat. It was about taking something from them. Yeah. Yeah, that's obvious. Um, Thank you for that. But anyway, Gordy grows up. Uh, uh, the the leeches helped him. Well, it's important. Nobody claimed the body. The boys made an anonymous phone call. Which, by the way, that's how the thing whole thing started. Yep. Um, and then it's then it's uh, the boys head home, and he talks about what happened to them, where he'd kind of lost touch with O'Connell and Feldman. Now, before this, Willow and I made a point. Because they're not real friends. It's really just him and White T-shirt. And White T-shirt guy grew up to be a lawyer, and then he got stabbed. 
Okay, so just before that, though, Willow and I made a point. When they start walking back, number one, number one, oh, it takes no. them two days to get there, right? Well, they, they say that when they walked back, they didn't stop for the night. They just walked straight no, I, back. I understand that. They also don't follow the tracks at all. <laughs> it doesn't look like it does. They just go through the fields. You know why what? They just wanted a cool montage. Why? So you could have got there in, in a day, but you made this trip. You almost got attacked by a junkyard guy. This Seems like you were fret. just hoping something would happen. Do you think it's a real awkward, they like, going fun. back through the junkyard guy's place? <laughs> like, oh, okay. we're just passing. Hey, listen. We are so sorry. I personally, is Teddy, I am personally sorry about the whole ripping the head off, pooping down your throat thing. Do you think the junkyard guy goes, nah, it's cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, no, no. So I literally I'm, drunk myself into a stupor. I have I'm, no idea what you're talking about. I'm, I, I was like... blackout drunk then. I am blackout <laughs> drunk now. I will. I fa- do not know. I'm fairly sure you pixies. <laughs> I was going to say, that makes so much sense. Because on the way there, like they said, oh, we have to go find the dead body. But that's just for a destination and a reason to go on this road trip. Which is a real intent all along. Which is why they stopped and like they have fun along the way. Now they're going straight back because they found out it's actually serious and the guy's actually dead. And why didn't they get a ride in the cop car? <laughs> Excellent question. <laughs> mean... What a stinger on that one. And by the way, why question. didn't they just wait for the cops? Uh, why didn't they? And I did kind of write, movie ends on a bummer. Yeah, why is there it green does. print on a screen? Uh, it, yeah, yeah. Green print, what's with that? Why not orange or black? You're talking about the actual <laughs> font of the color? I don't know. Yeah, Least what kind of, of screen worries. is that? That's so weird. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much the end of the movie. That's, I, that's I will say the book, they specifically mention um, what happens to Feldman and O'Connell's character. One dies in a car accident and the other one dies in, I think, like a fire. In the book, everyone's dead but the writer. Okay. Um, well, which is said, interesting. Yeah, because he said one of them went to prison and the other one is a um, forklift driver. He's a forklift driver, yeah, with a family and stuff. Um, anyway, uh, so... Fat as, kid's a as driver with, and then um, crazy kid's in prison. As yeah. with most King books, the book tends to be darker than oh, the yeah, film yeah, tends absolutely. to be. So, yeah. So, um, Paul... Nope. No, oh, you know what? Wait I a always minute. go first. You go first. Uh, okay. was, this was this film rad? I think this film probably was rad when it came out. Um, it certainly had a mystique about it. It's, again, like a story I told at the beginning of this, everyone seemed to see this movie and hold it in such high regard. So, I guess rad? Now, this is... Speci- I got a preamble to what I'm about to say. Yeah, yes, there we go. Um, <laughs> took me a second. But, so this film... Taps, but you know this film is <laughs> is is a good film. It was it was a good watch for yeah. someone like me who'd never seen it, doesn't have any nostalgia for it. I enjoyed it. Um, it's not without its problems, but it's a it is a good film. It's a well made film. It's directed well. Everyone in it acts well. It is not yeah, rad. It's questionable. It is good. It is a good movie. I, I would put this up against a lot of other really well made films in the eighties that hold up and are worth watching. I don't think it falls under the rad banner for okay. me. And, and and so that's fair. I can tell you right now, as someone who does remember this movie as a kid, it was rad because you were a kid. Like I said. Okay, I can a, see especially that. Especially as an adolescent male. And Willow, I get you're a female, which actually builds a really cool dynamic with a lot of the movies we pick. No, it's not. Um, um, for me, as a kid, this movie was absolutely rad because you wanted to be a part of that group. You wanted to be... You wanted to be WWE. You wanted to be WWE. 
That's what you want. You want to be not neglected by your parents, okay? No, not that part of it. Well, just, if you were neglected by like, your parents, just, just you wanted to be the the kid that had the really cool friend, the couple goofy kids, but you turned out okay. End up with two kids that only wanted pool and ice cream, and you gave them neither. Yes, that's exactly what I wanted. I wrote it down in my dream journal. May I finish? Good job, you success. I don't have two kids at all. But you have one, and you still don't give ice cream or pool. This is why I cut out everything she said. I, I'm just sitting back and my watching. You are very relaxed at this very point. Very relaxed. The rest of the episode is just Pulled my mic way back so I could so, lean backwards. So, it was rad. Absolutely. Okay. Is it rad? I'm 100% with you, Greg. It's a great movie. Yeah. It, it tells a fantastic story. I. It's because I'm an adult. I view it now as a good film and not as something that's cool or hip or rad. Yeah. The story... I, I honestly forgot how much of a bummer this movie ends on. I kind of... The parts that I remember kind of lead up to the dead body and the Kiefer Sutherland thing. And that's kind of where the movie ended for me in memory. Yeah. So for me, I'm with you. It's very well done. Rob Reiner doing a non-comedy. Right. Who did a fantastic job. Again, the acting is great. Um, but yeah, it's it's not rad because it's it doesn't fall into what we consider rad. Agreed. Willow? It's rad. Interesting. Are you just doing it? Is this another? I don't want to call it Dar or no. Okay. Well, explain yourself, Willow. It was just good. But what? uh, Okay, but what specifically? What makes it cool and and rad for you? It had a lot of meaning, and it was like a good time to watch, and wasn't as painful, and had a good story. That's fair. Okay. Do you identify with any of the kids? I'm the fat kid. <laughs> wow. It's, no, it's... No, wow. No, Paul. No, when I, which Paul? one? Someone that made everyone puke. That's just a good time watching. Oh, so you're the puke. fat kid oh. at the fair. You're not, you're not even Vern. You're the I was, fat I was kid gonna at the say, fair. I was going to say she's Vern because we all know she it. never leaves the house without a comb. Yeah, that's Everyone true. knows yes. that. Oh, yeah. actually, no. That's true, too. And, and, uh, and only crawls across bridges. You only crawl across bridges. Oh, my God. I do not see that coming at all. I would bury Well, there pennies. we go. Okay. That, yeah, yeah, you I would bury would. Penny. You would bury Penny. Sad truth. Yeah, I would. Okay. Uh, and that's it. So uh, we come to the end. Not just quite yet. Let's wrap it up. Wrap it Paul, up. Paul, let's say thanks to our patrons. Who's that? Mr. Bibbs. Thank you. Why do you say patrons and then there's only one? It makes people think there's more than one. Mr. Bibbs is so cool. He's like two patrons. He is like two patrons. Uh, he donates to uh, the podcast. If you want to donate, go to our podcast website, thiswasrad.podbean.com, and click on the green button, become a patron. You can donate a couple different amounts. We would appreciate it. And, uh, of course, uh, we would just want to thank everybody that's listening. Um, we are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. Um, we do post content up there all the time on all of those, so we try to get stuff out. And, uh, and that's where we're at. Now, our next movie... It is an 80s film. It does star two people from this past one. And it's no, actually a... We, a we, we went over this. Yeah. It stars... Corey Feldman. Aren't there vampires? No. Oh, oh, oh. We're doing this movie. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. This is what happens when we get to... This is... We, we, we had talked about four or five different movies, <laughs> and I thought we were doing a completely different film. Yes, Willow. It's going to be the movie you picked. What is it? I don't know. I just remember. Oh, my vampires. God. Oh, my God. Such a big setup. It was so Why big. Why do I do that? The air is out of that balloon. It Bye. Is. The whole air. Lost oh, Boys. We're doing. That's it. Corey Feldman, Keith Sutherland, 
Lots of other people. And playing yes, it's 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 one of the classic uh, Haim Feldman connection. Yes, Corey Haim is in this as well. So that's where we're at. Um, go now. I'm Paul. I'm Greg. I'm Lolo. And you may not go. Why? I'm gonna keep you here. No, no, we're doing extra now. Oh, oh so you can just listen to my show. Great. No, it's your dad. Your, your dad's. Uh, he's he's taking a page out of the 1950s. Uh, <laughs> emotionally scarred children. He's just being mean because he has authority yep, and he's yep. wielding I, it. I, I can, got apples to apples on my phone. It's a good time. I can boss you around, and that's what I'm doing. No, that's it. I'm done. We're playing apples to apples. Sweet.